0: You're listening to the Sidious Playground podcast by the Leadership Foundation, and this is a whispercast, which is a a concise but very interesting (laughs) summary of an upcoming full-length podcast. And I'm uh, Rick Enlow. I'm your host, and I'm here with Dave Hillis. How are you doing, Dave? I'm good, Rick. We are talking about Eucharistic leadership. Which is a phrase that almost no one in the world has ever used, <laughs> but it's, it's super meaningful. But you kind of you're kind of helping me learn. So let's take that apart. It's two words. Tell me about the the two words.
1: Yeah, it's it's a a word that the E U of Eucharist is uh, can be translated as good, and then the the charis or charistic mm-hmm. um, is gift or. Um, Kind of a grace. And yeah. so in many ways, uh, the, the best translation is that here is a good gift.
0: Hmm. Yeah. And I know you've talked about Karis as a, or, you know, the, the gift uh, that the Leadership Foundation is, you know, mm-hmm. even in, in uh, the book. So uh, this is kind of a cool, is this the second book, Dave? Come on now. <laughs> yeah. So, but we do have, uh, uh, I think a growing body of work around this idea. And it's really interesting to, to not only uh, discuss, but also to get guests that can uh, speak into it,
1: yeah, I mean, you know again, to take a half step back, Rick, you know the city is uh, playground podcast you know that was your idea that we 've been talking about here now for the better part of you know three years, maybe a little bit longer. One of the questions that has come up um, from many people to me is okay we we love the metaphor, we love the idea of a city as a playground. Uh, what does the leadership look like on that playground? Mm-hmm. Um, is there something about the leadership that might be a little bit different uh, if you view the city as a playground rather than a battleground? And it really got me to think about, yeah, what would that mean and what would that look like? And so it was probably over the last year uh, that I sort of bumped in uh, to this idea about this uh, the Eucharistic shape of leadership. And of mm-hmm. course, the Eucharist as a concept is not new. I mean, it, it's the central idea of, uh, you know, worship, you know, at least in the Catholic and Orthodox uh, churches. Uh, mm-hmm. But I begin to think about, is is the Eucharist more than just a sacrament? Um, not at all trying to take away from the fact that it's a sacrament, but is it is it more? Is it bigger? And I, I think I begin to, you know, wonder and think, you know, was Jesus's life itself uh, uh, Eucharist, and mm-hmm. so that's kind of where it, it began to kind of bubble up from, and and we begin to think about it, and uh, so it's it's really been uh, very energizing. I know for me and for leadership
0: foundations. So. Well, for me too, and I think especially when you start to think this way, and then you when you read some of the text where it talks about um, you know Christ in you, which is you know exactly. your hope and things, and yeah. you start thinking, I, I don't really know what that means, but if. What if it means, uh, you know, uh, in, what it means is related to this Eucharistic idea, which is so helpful. Now, we talked, uh, just a quick review, um, about leadership as a social construction versus uh, just being, you know, uh, the, the luck of the birth order. Or yeah. What, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's, it, it seems to me to be obvious to everyone, but it is something that we, we like to revisit because there is an industry or at least a strain within leadership circles uh, that some people just got it and right. uh, somehow the the pixie ducks you know fell on them or the stars aligned and what leadership foundations and i think most healthy organizations want to come back and say is no 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 it's it's actually a social construction something that you have a role uh in you you know have a hand in, in helping build it not only in yourself but in others uh, so that's a that's a very very important concept
0: yeah in fact i was uh, this last weekend with a uh, a guy, and he was he was just referencing something he 'd been reading you know out of the scriptures, and he was saying it was interesting to him that you know the the wedding at Canaan was kind of no wine, and then you know the the feeding of the multitudes was no bread, you know no wine, no bread and I started thinking eucharistically hmm. about that it was mm-hmm. an interesting uh, thing for me as a result of our conversation to think, wow, you know that um, that does play into what we're talking about, you know, and even like you said, not just the, the sacrament as an act of worship, but the life of Jesus uh, being interpreted through the Eucharistic lens, it does bring a lot of meaning. So we're going to, we're going to talk about that. Now, why don't you remind everybody kind of, you know, uh, the four movements, movements of the Eucharist. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So this, uh, this comes to us in a couple different places. Um, one of course is uh, St. Paul who, Says that you know uh, Jesus revealed to this to me that on the night that he was betrayed, and then four verbs come up in this rick, um, and and this is what we when we say the eucharistic shape of leadership, it's it's these four uh, verbs or movements. Uh, the first is that it was taken. Mm-hmm. Um, the second is that it was blessed. The third is that it was broken, and then the fourth is that it was given. Uh, and it's watching those four, um, and, and what would that mean if your leadership um, represented that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, it's cyclical, so it's not like, well, I got the taken part out of the way, and now yeah. I'm into the broken part or yeah. the you know blessed part, uh, so it, it's cyclical. But I think when you watch those four verbs, and then you look at the life of Jesus, and then you begin to think about leadership. I, I think you can make a pretty strong case that that is exactly the pattern uh, hmm. that that Jesus was given uh, to us um, in this world. That he uh, was blessed and then turned and blessed. Uh, clearly on the cross, he was you know uh, broken, right, and in other places as well. And then, of course, uh, given um, back to us. So, yeah.
0: Wow. What what a uh, not only helpful to understand. Um, You know, that the movements of the Eucharist, but also then sort of, uh, you know, weigh yourself against, you know, that those movements, you know, Mm -hmm. to realize like, okay, And I do think it's it's uh, helpful to to think about the fact that this kind of leadership that's reflected in in Eucharistic leadership would be a distinctive uh, of viewing city as a playground. Yeah. You know, I mean. Yeah,
1: I think that's I think that's right. I mean, it's uh, the the relationship between um, if you see something um, a city like a playground that it would have to have a kind of effect on your leadership, and uh, and so then looking about well, what ways, what places would the would your leadership actually been sh- be shaped as a result of that? Well, and, especially
0: uh, when you think about uh, you know city as uh, non-playground or battleground. Then you mm-hmm. think about the leadership being, you know, uh, militant, not, not being broken, but breaking. Exactly. You know what I mean? It really is. It's reflective almost of the opposite. So now we're going to take this next, uh, full length podcast and we're going to talk to, uh, Larry, you have to tell me about Larry in a second, I will. but yeah. Larry, uh, we're going to, we're going to talk to him about, um, the taken part. We're going to, we're going to sort of, uh, separate each movement in mm-hmm. the next four podcasts. So, um, Tell me not only about Larry, but about a, a body of, uh, of folks who, you know, sort of become kind of a resource to this topic.
1: Yeah. Um, so, again, let me back up a little bit and say that we uh, we talked about this at um, uh, our last podcast, Rick. But every year, the Leadership Foundation Central Office uh, takes on a, what we call kind of a devotional topic around our leadership uh, and so two years ago was when uh, Pope Francis, for example, had um, his uh, year of Jubilee mm-hmm. uh, you know, around mercy. And so the question we, uh, we wrestled with is how would our leadership uh, change or be affected if we actually had uh, mercy as the central piece of it? Mm-hmm. So this last year when we were at the monastery, the theme we came up with was uh, the Eucharistic shape of leadership. And so every week... Um, our staff gets together uh, from around the world, and uh, one of us begins to reflect on uh, you know, one of these one of these movements and uh, So Larry uh, is a part of the central office team he is the uh, vice president of Network Impact and Member Services, which is quite a quite a mouthful yeah. but essentially, that job is he 's responsible for all of the forty two leadership foundations around the world. Uh, Their accreditations, their uh, SOI process, their training, it's a a very, very significant job. He also, if you can believe this, uh, is currently still the uh, president of the Memphis Leadership Foundation, Hmm. which is one of our uh, leadership foundations. They will be actually celebrating their 30th year of existence uh, this, this next year. And I would, I would go further with Larry and say that Larry's been one of the great mentors in my life, Rick. Um, when I came on the Young Life staff many years ago to do urban work, um, it was Larry who was doing Young Life urban work in Memphis that oh. kind of put his arm around me and, and uh, really taught me what it meant to be, uh, you know, I think someone that could do some work on the streets. He then also left Young Life, went to the leadership foundations. I followed a few years later. And it was Larry in that position as well that, uh, again, helped the Northwest Leadership Foundation kind of get our legs under ourselves and uh, you know, shared a couple best practices. Mm-hmm. So we created a thing called Vision Youth and all of that. And all of that uh, came from uh, Dr. Reverend uh, Larry Lloyd. Uh, he is a Presbyterian ordained pastor, uh, got his doctorate in uh, urban leadership through Fuller Seminary, and is really just one of the really
0: important people uh, in the in the whole LF network. Yeah, he's great too, and I think he might add um, one more movement um, to Eucharistic leadership, which would be barbecue sauce. But, you know, <laughs> he's, he's always running around with that. But
1: <laughs> he does not. He makes some mean ribs.
0: Yeah. So when we talk about being taken, uh, one of the ideas is. Um, Moving away from possession there's actually a few uh, words that start with p, which is helpful for you know the uh, those of us who have to memorize things but there there are significant words, and the first one uh, talks about possession. Mm-hmm. explain that a little bit yeah um,
1: so one of the things that that again one wrestles with in leadership, I think at at some fundamental level is that you have to have a level of ego to walk into a room or to, you know, get up in front of a church or to be in charge of an organization and say, follow me. Um, but it's that very ego then that's always going to get you into trouble, yeah. um, you know, as you exercise your, your, your leadership. And so one of the questions that I'm always trying to wrestle with is uh, what is a model or a way of thinking that uh, sort of puts... Maybe parameters or, you know, a fence around this ego that can be so destructive uh, moving forward. Mm-hmm. And so the idea is is that uh, Eucharistic leadership, instead of, you know, having its first move be, I'm going to possess this, you know, I'm yeah. going to grab a hold of this, I'm going to, you know, kind of with my power move it uh, in this way, uh, is that you're taken, uh, that something actually happens to you before you decide anything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Rick, it, it might seem very subtle, but it, that's, a, that's an absolute game changer. Um, if you believe that your leadership uh, and the leadership that you have was first um, a gift yeah. uh, that was given to you, uh, thereby you don't own it, um, you're not the one that thought it up, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, it's not yours to control, but rather it's uh, something that is a, a gift mm-hmm. to you. And now you have the opportunity to, you know, make use of it moving forward. And I think um, you can feel this in, in places that you go. I mean, leadership that is sitting there trying to grasp everything, yeah, right, that, that comes their way, and that it's always a zero sum game. And you know, my leadership is measured by how much I have um, over and against how little you have. Uh, but to move to a leadership that actually sits um, and realizes that this is gift, this is given to me, mm-hmm. um, is, is really
0: what we're after in this first movement. Yeah, we have a mutual friend who's a therapist, and he said this. He said, if you're not um, a whole person, in other words, in, in what we're talking about, if you're not convinced that, you know, you've been taken, that it's, that it's something that, you know, has been given to you as a gift. Mm-hmm. Every relationship you have is an attempt to complete yourself. So it becomes all about you. Exactly. And you can see where uh in some leadership uh there's this every statement is a statement of uh trying to legitimize what you know what you're doing and try to defend what you're doing and you can just see it it speaks sort of uh to what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I I think that's exactly right and uh you know I I think of how often I have sat uh in I mean just circle after circle after circle, where I'm trying to figure out how to legitimize myself. I mean, that becomes the, the name of the game. And uh, to, on those wonderful moments when I let go of that and uh, realize, you know, I've been taken. Uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm now able to sit here in kind of a non-anxious way and uh, allow things to
0: unfold. Well, one of the things that uh, is true, I can think about... Uh you know Ephesians two, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, key line in that verse.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's you know it's again Paul at one of these moments where I, I, I love Paul can sometimes be such a uh, maybe a heavy hand would be a way to describe mm-hmm. it, um, and you know we've got to do this and be diligent and but there'll be these moments where all of a sudden you you get the sense that he goes, oh yeah, this is the way it works. And so his his line um, in Ephesians two eight, um, he says this: "For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith." And then he stops, and all of a sudden he says, "And this is not from yourselves; it is a gift of God." Hmm. Um, it's like he just he pauses. He goes, "You know, it's you know, take your faith, grab." oh uh actually you've been grabbed
0: mm-hmm. and then he goes on so yeah, yeah. Well, that's an important line so dave are you getting this out of a uh, a book that you uh <laughs> that you found in the library uh, <laughs> i wish yeah <laughs> no i
1: you know i mean i think what i've done uh rick is just kind of kept my eyes open and, and ears and just tried to say you know what makes sense what works and um so this this notion of the Eucharistic shape of leadership. Um, well, I think it's always been implied. Um, I think what we're trying to do is to state it directly and, uh, and, and then begin to think
0: about it. So, well, I think also the, um, having the topic become like a year long, uh, point of study for the, for the entire leadership team, mm-hmm. you know, around the world has created some such great, uh, uh, voices you know that can speak into this and that's what we're going to do with this podcast is is talk to some folks who have had some insight in different areas that are contributing to this conversation yeah
1: exactly in fact so Larry will be our first um, and then but over the next number of months we will uh, we will bring in uh, different people that um, play a very critical role in leadership foundations to do the work that we do um, we'll have the very good chance uh, an opportunity to talk with Sarah Melk uh, here around what does it mean to be blessed leadership mm-hmm. and, uh, and others as well. So yeah. I think it'll be a very rich and informative time.
0: Well, that's great. Well, it's uh, better than Netflix because yeah. it's available only here. And if you have any questions or input, always info at leadershipfoundations.org. And uh, so now if you've listened to this, you're uh, ready to go and kind of set for uh, hearing from Larry Lloyd as we uh, begin to inve- investigate uh, Taken as a movement in the Eucharistic leadership. Wonderful. Okay.